0: Episode 35. This is racking up pretty quick. Your best year starts right here. Jack, 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 jack one. Your best year starts right here. Perhaps the best is this one. Now, before we get into this episode, I just want to share a couple of things with you. And the first one is something you may have heard Nigel or I or both of us talk about already. And that is your best year starts here live. So a few episodes back, Nigel dropped the idea on me in the middle of an episode about us doing a live event together. And we got such a great response when that episode went out that we have committed to doing it on the 28th of November 2019. That's 28th of November 2019 in London. Now, we are still finalising some of the details for that event, but if you want to be one of the first people to know... All you need to do is go to www.bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority. That's www.bestyearstartshere.com forward slash priority. Register your details with us and as soon as we have more information about the event and we open bookings, you will be one of the first to find out. You will also also get access to a priority list only special offer. So, um... Yeah, keep your eyes open for that one. Make sure you go and sign up. And there is actually one other thing that I really want to talk to you about, but I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you listen to the episode and then I'll jump back on at the end and share that with you then.
1: I can't believe very soon we'll have done a whole year of a podcast that came out as an idea and we mentioned how it all started over a year ago, nearly a year ago from like now when we first met But the concept that regular habits, regular doing stuff, having balance in your life to consistently be on target. So I know that doing stuff every day or doing stuff every week, you know, the dog needs to be walked every single day. You just do it. But the more you get into habit forming patterns, the easier your life is. And then when you go off course, and I finished the last podcast about this, that when you go massively off course, instead of beating yourself up, what you've got to do is a phrase called stop, look where you are, take action, and correct yourself. Or vice versa, correct where you think you might be and take new action. So I know that every week or every two weeks, some blip happens in my writing for the book or in ringing you up, getting dates for the podcast or something. And instead of beating myself up, I just need to think, what can I do right now to correct and take new action? Yep. So I wonder how much time our listeners spend beating themselves up because something hasn't happened compared to acknowledging it hasn't happened. You know, when you mess up, and I can't remember the, the speaker who shared this, he said, when you mess up, admit it, fix it and move on. Other than that, life's a party.
0: Yep. Well, I mean if if we think about, you know, taking responsibility. Cause that's that's what it really is, isn't it? It's being honest and taking responsibility. And so, in fact, let me break those two things down. First of all, it's being honest. Where actually am I? Not where am I pretending to be? Not where do I want to be? Not how am I making this worse than it is, better than it is. How can I objectively say, right, this is actually where I am. And, you know, maybe this is what, where I plan to be. What's the difference? Like rigorous honesty on it. Okay, that's the first bit. The second bit is responsibility for that position, that means you can actually change where you are and course correct and all that kind of stuff. And I, I can't remember if I've said this while we've been recording already or not, but you know, if you look at the word responsibility, it breaks down into your response ability, as in your ability to choose how you respond. And we do have an episode that is E plus R equals O, which kind of goes a little bit deeper into that. But if you think about it, every single situation in our lives, we get to choose what we do next no matter what we've done, no matter how bad the situation is, you know, you could be waking up in a police cell, in a straitjacket, not even knowing how you've got there, but you get to choose what you say or do next. You know, you could be in a hospital bed not knowing how you got there, but you get to choose when you wake up you what go very you do next. Deep
1: and dark here, don't you? I was just thinking maybe you've gone off course and you haven't finished a chapter of your book, but you've gone to hospitals and prisons.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just giving the extremes because it's very, you know... If you can see how, even in an extreme situation, you get a choice as to how you react, then you can apply it to anything. You know, it, it, uh, this isn't. Are happen- you going
1: go to go into Victor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning?
0: Well, I could go there, but I was actually going to say, you know, not on video. Most people are just going to be listening to this. But if I was to reach down and you know grab a shotgun and point it at Nigel right now, I don't have a shotgun, by the way. But you know, if I was to do that. you you know it's a massive change in situation it's not really a good situation for you when you've got someone pointing a loaded shotgun at you but you still get to choose how you respond
1: okay so to all the other listeners let me make it more simple for you the ability to respond in any situation gives you back your power yes so instead of blaming the situation how you respond to that situation get can get you back on course in literally a second a minute an hour or day and there are times I choose not to go back on course. And it's only when We go back to diets again. Sometimes you want to have an off day. Yep. So you're choosing in that moment in time
0: not to get back on course. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you've maybe got a behavior where you go, I know this isn't helping me, but for some reason it's serving me right now. So but but that's the whole it.
1: question. If you actually were to say out loud, this is my choice. It's serving me right now. And Hagen-Dazs and a chocolate brownie is what I want right now. Least own it. Yes. Instead of saying, I had no option. It it was calling me. I promise you, ice cream has never called you. Now, a lot of people who are listening to the podcast know ice cream is my favourite thing. And as I go past an ice cream stall, and there are 99s with the sauce and the flake, I do hear a little inner voice going, buy me you need some ice cream i promise you it's actually not speaking to me I've, i recognize that and at 56 i now will take responsibility that what happens is i'm choosing to go off course i'm choosing to have an ice cream and very often now when i go to a restaurant i will look at the kids menu for dessert and have a i call it a blob yes, i got told off a <laughs> scoop of ice cream which is not because i'm just choosing to do that even on the program of releasing weight because i actually want that to make me feel good because i enjoy something sweet at the end of a meal instead of beating myself up that's what i choose to do and then i'm not off course because i'm in control of my course yeah have you have you seen the movie fat sick and nearly dead No, but that's a a classic Neil Martin title. So we start off on this podcast with either being in a police (laughs) cell or hospital, now we're fat, sick and nearly
0: dying. So there's a movie called Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead that's uh, made by an Australian guy called Joe Cross where he basically turned his own health around in 60 days. Is
1: this the guy who eats McDonald's for 60 days? No, so
0: he does the opposite. He, oh. he basically goes on a juice fast for 60 days. So all he does is drink vegetable juice for 60 days, and he documents the journey. And then, obviously, there's what happens in his life after it and stuff like that. Now, I, I've connected with Joe a few times. I've met him a few times, stuff like that. And uh, he was saying to me, every time he comes to London, he, one of his favourite things in the world is chocolate ice cream. And he will go to Harrods, and he will have one scoop. And he does it every time he's in London. that's his choice. Yeah. And he does it every time he's in London. You know, he makes an he makes a conscious effort that he will plan some time in, that he can walk from his hotel to Harrods, have one scoop of ice cream and walk back. You know, not every day while he's in London, but during the trip, because that's something he enjoys doing. But he's out there as a poster boy for turning your health around and being uber fit and healthy and all this kind of stuff but it's it's about balance right it's about doing some things you enjoy even if they're not really on plan because you enjoy them well that's
1: no different to business that you know when you only are doing phone calls and you're not enjoying it your brain starts to look for cigarette breaks or for when we go to the bar and everything else if you obsess about what you can't have you want more of it so when people punish themselves i do find it funny you know when i I sometimes go on facebook and someone's because they've reached their goal they go to a restaurant to celebrate their weight loss you know they haven't eaten for six months so now they're going to celebrate what they want by going to a restaurant which has got them in the position they're in to start with so my concept today is do i have balance in my life i i did a linkedin post to say my sunday aisle i am now choosing to have a bit more time off my someday i'll have more of a break i don't want to wait till i'm retired and then you know whether i'm ill i I want to have more balance so that at the weekend i can walk the dog and if i want an ice cream i'll have one my balance is that i don't want to be going five days a week traveling all over the country it's just too much for me yeah what's your balance where do you see yourself and if i do make a mistake first thing i do is acknowledge it
0: yeah you're not waiting to move to someday i'll
1: no, I'm, I'm in someday. I'm in my aisle. I'm now doing the stuff that I thought one day I'll do this. Yep. I'm now doing some of it. So I'm trying this year, and I say trying because I'm not quite there yet, to not take on every single gig. I raise my fees so that people then start saying, well, that's not in our budget. Well, that's just the way it is. I'm trying to give myself balance, to give myself permission to have more fun, have more health, to have better relationships, to have better communication, to spend more time with the people I want to spend time with. Yeah. But there are times I'm off course, and I'm sure in two weeks' time, I'll be doing four international trips in a week, and I'll be totally off course, and my, and I'll have to be really careful, but I have to, fight, but I have to find the balance. Yeah. You
0: can't be in that nirvana state all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think one of the things that came to my head while you were saying that is... Someday isn't on the calendar. There's loads of days on the calendar, but there's not a single day on the calendar called someday, right? And the number of people who say, oh, I'll do it someday, or I'll do it one day, and again, a phrase I've been using quite a lot recently in some of my speeches is take your one day and turn it into day one. As in
1: I'd love some of your phrases.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, if you think about it seriously, if you're saying, Oh, one day I'll do that, one day I'll do that, one day I'll do that. What's the step you can take towards it today? I'm not saying achieve the whole thing.
1: You know, and that's the key thing. You won't, I mean, I, I do find it funny that it takes, you know, three years to put on the weight. And if after two weeks, you haven't lost all your weight, it's like, well, it's never coming off.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, It, it
1: takes time. And in the time that it takes, in the length of time it takes, you may go off course. Every pilot that flies a plane, is off course sometimes and I, you know I fly into Heathrow a lot and just as you're about to land you're in a holding position because there are other planes in the way and you, and you can't argue with gravity and you can't argue with Heathrow air traffic control and if you ever fly on a Friday into Heathrow it doesn't matter what time you fly you're never going to land on time because there's just too many planes on the ground and there are too many planes going and you just have to know there'll be that's an acceptable delay yep where is your balance where is your timing? Where is your life going that you allow yourself to be off course of it?
0: Well, and, and the flip side of that can happen. So, when I, my most recent flight back um, from the US, I landed into Heathrow early, right? don't think it's ever happened before, but I landed early, almost walked straight through immigration. My suitcase was the first one to appear on the luggage belt. And I phoned my driver to let him know i'm early and he said i'm really sorry i'm still 30 minutes away because you know that just never happens right so it was fine i had 30 minutes to kill i went into cafe nero and i'm, sure, I got you a coffee I'm sure you did a little video i didn't actually i didn't do a video i just went and got a, i was i was half asleep if i'm honest because it'd been a night flight so i just went and got a coffee you know and i just stood outside took in the fresh air made a couple of phone calls you know to let people know i was back in the country and stuff like that you know just simple simple things but did it matter that the timing was off the other way you know i was early for once me early i yeah, told I'm, you it I'm, happens. Still, I'm
1: still in shock of that i bit. told you it happens <laughs> so everyone who's listening to this podcast i'm begging you to realize that you'll be off course quite a lot and being off course doesn't mean it's wrong it just means you're not ready to reach your goal today so i look forward to seeing you next week
0: yep yeah, me too and um as always, you know what to do. Share this with other people. In particular, share the things you've learned from it. You know, take a screenshot on your phone as you're listening to this, and that screenshot that you've just you've just grabbed on your phone as you're listening to this. Just share that and tell someone what you've learned from this, and we will catch you next week. Your So the other thing that I wanted to tell you about on this episode, just really, really quickly, just to wrap this up, is another awesome event that's happening. And this one actually is online and it's completely free. So I had the privilege recently of interviewing, um, say interviewing, it was having a conversation with 28 awesome people who shared stories with me about conversations that have changed their lives. And I recorded all of those conversations. And so that is going online on the 29th of, july 2019 two episodes a day for 14 days and all you got to do to get access to them is go to oneconversationaway.com and register your details i had one conversation that kind of changed a lot of my life which we'll talk about here in
1: a second my life changed for the negative in just one moment
0: i started hating my job i started like hating lots of things i was like this isn't what i want to do like this doesn't bring me pure happiness like
1: it put a huge strain on my, on my marriage and other relationships because I was depressed and I was frustrated. And I was bringing home that stress and that frustration.
0: And No matter what you do in life, there are going to be people that try and hold you down, that don't believe in you.
1: Everybody has that monkey on the shoulder, like everyone. I've been in rooms where people are making millions and they still doubt themselves
0: sometimes. They're no different than me. Like, we both wake up, we put on pants the exact same way. Um, I have every ability in my being to do what they're doing. My entire identity was wrapped around in that. And so like for somebody that's that young, it's a big deal. You have to shed like who you are and everything that you know. So what seems like a bad moment can also be your greatest moment. And that was the story
1: for us. If you don't recognize these signals that happen around you, um, they'll get louder and they'll get more painful. And I felt terrible because I was doing what I loved, but I wasn't happy if you do something and nobody notices it odds are you need to change in any of those situations where you start to blame other people for anything that happens you're forfeiting all your control just because you're ready sometimes doesn't mean the rest of the world's ready yeah
0: fear is literally you right drawing a picture of a monster and sticking it on your wall and then every night walking in and scaring yourself with this monster it's like take the monster down you just drew it and created it let's just Take the puzzle pieces that we have and make the best picture that we possibly can with them. When you take that step in faith, the path will reveal itself step
1: by step. So if, if I have to make it like a big decision, I might, you know, close
0: my eyes for two or three minutes, just clear my mind and then decide, you know? We're not taught this stuff in school, so we don't do it second nature. Well, and we
1: live in a society that like shuts down the dreamers. Like what you're saying, like stop being a daydreamer. But those dreams and ideas, those things that make you emotional, the the things that make you blossom inside just thinking about them, those
0: are blueprints.
1: And it's in the decisions that are key right we can all have a dream but unless
0: we turn that dream into a decision we're not going to move forward because it's still a dream and confidence was the biggest challenge for me so to do something like this we're just pretty crazy really to to the thought of we might get through and, and perform in front of millions of people live on tv were just like i couldn't get my head around it That's oneconversationaway.com. Just go there, register your details, and you get access to all 28 interviews absolutely for free. So that's just a little bonus from me, and we will see you next week.